The following is a live broadcast of a Lone Star Community Radio program. Recorded and broadcasted live on IRLoneStar.com, Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, and Facebook.com slash IRLoneStar. For more information on this show, please visit our show page at IRLoneStar.com slash shows. To sponsor or donate to this program, visit our donate page at IRLoneStar.com slash donate, or email us at lscrstudios at gmail.com, or give us a call at 936-666-1084. Lone Star Community Radio production and broadcast is possible by folks like you. So sponsor and donate today. You are listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZW LP Conroe and 106.1 KZCC LP Conroe and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. Here we are, born to be kings, we're the princes of the universe. Here we belong. All right, we're live. That's right. You're listening to Lone Star Community Radio's Dick and Skippy in the Mornings. It is the 30th of November. The last day of November is today. So thanks for joining us on Lone Star's Community Radio, IRLoneStar.com Worldwide, Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, and uh, Facebook.com slash Dick and Skippy. Hanging out till about 11 o'clock until the weekly business hour begins, which will be live. It's nice to see my dad every day. But, uh, but yeah, we're hanging out in the studio, so feel free to join us on Facebook.com slash Dick and Skippy. Comment, posts. We got Sean reading those things, and I'm going to do my best to kind of do everything else. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm just giving you our time. But welcome to today's show. Uh, today's show is brought to you by a couple sponsors, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning, a small business office cleaning in the Montgomery County area. I saw them on a Wednesday mm-hmm. doing a good job and they do one time to schedule cleanings in the Montgomery County area feel free to give them a call at any time 832-689-7996 and also to C3 Creative Content Creation C3TheWoodlands.com provides video work social media writing and uh, if it's creative and tangible they do it special guest today is going to be the Conroe Young Con- Con- Young Professionals of Conroe uh, they're starting a show here with Lone Star Community Radio but it's also a network for young professionals in the Conroe area. So they're going to be in at around 10 o'clock. And, uh, yeah, so it's going to be fun to have them in, talk about their upcoming show that starts this week. And we'll find out more details soon for that. Uh, outside of that, it is coming Christmas time, so we're going to be having Christmas themes. So if you are a Santa Claus, we'd love to get you on the air outside of the persona and talk about the money. How much money do you really rake in? <laughs> While you're sp- sa- pretending to be Santa Claus. Can you believe that? They well, pretend. it's not really so much pretending. It's allowing Santa Claus to become you. I guess. Yeah, there was that funny show, Extras. Uh, oh, with uh, Ricky Gervais. Ricky Gervais. And the the actor who I went blank, who plays Gandalf, was in a scene. Oh, Ian McKellen doing the whole... Uh, like, I had to become the wizard. I pretended... I, I put myself in the mindset, what if I were a wizard? Yeah, <laughs> like, what if I was Gandalf? <laughs> and it was pretty funny. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's Christmas time. I hope everyone's doing okay with that. I can tell it's Christmas time because you've got your your head injury patient beanie cap on. It's cold on. today, man. It's cold. Like today, I think it's going to be, it's 41 right now. Hey, I got nothing and, on the top, so if anyone deserves to cold. wear a beanie cap, I it mean, should be me. Well, 
get one for free from Crown Court Conceal, my buddies over down the street. But the problem is I'm of the age that I would look like a, uh, the old guy desperately trying to look like a hipster if I yeah. wore a beanie cap. Well, what's funny is I never worn one of these, and they, were, they gave me a little goodie bag. Mm-hmm. And it came with a lot of useful stuff. So this is how you get free advertising on the show. So they gave me this nice little wow, thing, nice my coffee mug, and it's sealed. And they and they only gave the one, right? Well, I think it, they weren't even going to give it to me. It was more of, hey, we have an extra one. Do you want one? And I'm like, sure, I'll I'll take the scraps. <laughs> I'll take sloppy I'll seconds. take the scraps. And uh, and they gave me this beanie. I was like, you know what? This is actually really warm. And unfortunately, the studio cannot maintain a temperature. It's either extremely hot yes. or extremely cold. Yes, I, I don't don't explain it. Uh, it's poltergeist. It is what it is. So it's pretty cold this morning, and it's going to be cold throughout the day. I think the high today is going to be like fifties. I think. So watch yes. out, Conroe. Yeah, uh, freeze warning for tonight. Now it's supposed to get down to thirty tonight for several hours, so it's not a hard freeze. Your underground pipes aren't going to explode. But you should bring in, you know, do, do the whole but pets, plants, and pipes thing. Wrap your pipes, bring in your pets, cover your plants. I'll be helping my mom with that later today. Yeah. No, I'm not going to do any of that. Actually, I'm just kidding. It's funny is my pipe wrapping for the exposed nozzles at the house, I haven't even done them. From, from last, last year. Yeah, yeah, right. So there you go. Easy peasy. It's like the ultimate uh, not why make my bed? I'm just going right back into it tonight. Well, I wanna let know uh let people know in the Conroe area, if you're registered to vote in Conroe, they're doing the runoffs for the council position between Kelly Inman and former councilwoman Marsha Porter. It starts today, early voting, and the election date is set for December fifteenth. Mm-hmm. So basically from the thirtieth all the way through December ninth, eight to five. Uh, there's a, several locations in Conroe. I'm not going to label them all, but uh, you can just look it up. And if you're a Conroe resident, check it out. Uh, it's runoff. You're voting for one person. I think that's the only thing that's on the on the deal. Yeah, and this is to for the seat that was vacated because of Jody Jakinski getting Jikinski. the mayor. Jakowski. Jakowski. Sorry. Get an American name, Jody. If you're going to be a mayor of Conroe, get a name that we can all pronounce. Okay. <laughs> yeah, dude, do it. Yeah. Uh, I do also want to let know, folks, who are going to be wanting to look at celebrating Christmas with the city of Conroe. The Toby Powell Christmas celebration is starting uh, tomorrow. The tree lighting is happening here in the downtown area. I believe that kicks off. I'm looking at Let me look it up real quick. It starts... 6 p.m. in the downtown area. You can't miss it right next to the Heritage Place. There's a giant... Actually, it's in Heritage Place. It's just a giant uh, tree. 6 p.m. And after 6 p.m., downtown Conroe is doing their Christmas on Main. We're going to have a special guest on Wednesday. Uh, one of the guys at 202 North Main and talk about what they're doing and uh, all the other stuff. Nice. Uh, even though it'll be over by Wednesday, they're doing other Christmas stuff. It's kind of like talking about... What downtown's doing. I was supposed to decorate my window, but uh, I I didn't, and that's my celebration. Uh, <laughs> Margie's gonna be really upset when she comes in today, but do you, you know I'm sorry, Margie. Uh, I'll be gone by the time she's here, so I don't care. Well, uh, you know it's funny. This kind of leads into a kind of uh, a tangent of issues I had over the weekend. I got water on my phone, and I wiped it off. Like I'm not talking like oh I so spilled spill yeah, some water. So, from yeah, a glass we spilled or? some water from a glass on top of it. Okay. 
and I cleaned it, and then I did not clean inside the case. And Uh-oh. basically, my phone hung out for a whole weekend in water, and it slowly started losing its mind. It was mind. treading water it, for um, own dear. Yeah. What happened? So my screen is completely off. Have you have you tried the rice thing? So I looked that up. The rice thing apparently is a placebo effect. Uh, you get the really? Same, yeah, you get the same effect if you just leave it on a counter. Uh, what? What? Any? Anyway, you, I was, was looking this up conspiracy uh, brought forth no, by the rice uh, industry to sell more because I really think they've already got a corner on that market. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 got, I got a deep dive I just, into that. I, looked, I don't buy I that. I just basically looked up a lot of stuff about how to fix the screen. My phone is an older <laughs> phone. It says don't drop water on it. So I was like, all right. So clearly the phone still works. Like this morning, for example, the Bluetooth can still be detected. So the phone's working. So this is why you were Facebook messaging me instead yes. of texting. Okay, and, I got it. Uh, so I'm going to go check out a local place. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to scope it out, and I'll return with some. Oh, like a doctor phone or yeah. something? Well, that's because if you didn't know this right now, I guess for the past like five years, uh, Apple and computer software companies are really doing a lot to disallow people to fix their phones oh yeah they want you to they want it to die in two years and you buy 1500 bucks for the new like one. well i'm talking like if like my scenario where the, like, say you crack the screen mm-hmm. basically now the way facebook or not facebook way iphones the newest iphones is like you have to go to them and basically they'll either tell you hey we'll fix the phone for 300 dollars, or you gotta buy a new phone uh so a lot of the fix it places are fighting it Mm-hmm. So we're uh, we'll talk. Actually, you want to, what I want to do is I want to go to this place. It's called I don't know what's called, uh, but I saw it. Phones are us. I saw it uh, in the Conroe over by the Starbucks in the Home Depot area. Crack and, kills. Yes, that's a bad part of town. I was kidding. Uh, but yeah, no, I'm gonna go over there. I want to see if we can get them on because the the fix it. I forget what they call it. It's like some bill they're trying to get passed, basically saying. Like, because like, well, example, it's an antitrust situation here. When well, like to give you an, uh, a listener an example of what we're talking about is in the newest iPhones. I was watching some fix videos, and basically, this guy bought two brand new 12s or 13s. What are the brand? Like, the, I'm talking like the last three months, two mm-hmm. months. He bought two of them, and what he wanted to see is if he could directly replace parts so like a camera or a screen oh something breaks or like so he has a brand new two brand new ones he replaced the camera and basically the apple software would let you use the camera but like limited features and then it would mess up and what he discovered was apple put in a program where you have to take it to the apple people to plug it in to reset it well, mm. they'll know if you put in a part and that like you know invalidates everything that you warranties and all that stuff. So that's kind of suspicious behavior because w- the one guy I was arguing is like you know there's one thing of buying you know black market parts, but if you're replacing it directly with a part from another phone that's brand new, it shouldn't be having like that's just kind of well wrong. sooner or later Apple's gonna price themselves not out of business but to the point where they're gonna bring out like the uh, uh, the iPhone 15 for three thousand dollars and like no one's see gonna I don't buy believe it. that mainly because my wife is a perfect example what I would call the normal person when it comes to technology she uses her phone for everything she doesn't have a computer mm-hmm. so the folks who spend money on tech who have computers they're probably kind of weary like you said it's like why would I spend another you know fifteen hundred dollars you know on a device 
Like me, for example, I immediately went on and see if I could just get an unlocked phone for a hundred bucks. It's mm. like, I just need a phone to be able to call and text people. I don't really care about the features because I use, I have so many, you know, computers and stuff right but she i don't see her have batting an eye going yeah i'll pay an extra you know i'll pay another six hundred dollars because that's her only real big purchase if you think about tech right but john q public really doesn't have a thousand bucks to blow down i I think it's the norm i think that i think but but they're once apple gets on that trend once they broke the thousand dollar mark that that was to me that was like this magic number i I think people go okay no i think retro will come back in I, I really do. Well, or well, it's like Dell. No, they won't. It won't because all the programs you use, all the things you're used to, are on the current platforms. Because you ran into this, I know, is because you had an older phone, and basically, if you have a phone that's ten years old, it stops supporting it. Oh, my iPhone three no longer even uh, hooks up to Wi-Fi. I can't even update it. You know, yeah, my house so Wi-Fi won't even. Let I, I think anymore. people will do the protection stuff. I think that's the norm. Me, I, I, I didn't have it. I didn't really care. But then again, my phone is. I don't know. It's when did the iPhone? Let me look it up. Well, while you look it up, I'll say that the reason why I, I think this is going to happen is because history is on my side. Dell and Gateway, and even the early IBM clones. What happened was when PCs were first thing, IBM tried to corner the market. And there, everything had to be IBM. So then you had the IBM clones, and the problem was IBM had proprietary software. My phone is six years old. Okay. So to me, that's... Well, in the early days of personal computing, you know, you had your IBM, and all the software, Babbage's and stuff, went to that. Well, these people started coming up with the clones. And so IBM tried to put in stuff into the software that it wouldn't work on a clone. And I remember going to Babbage's, which is this computer store, and it would have 97% IBM compatible and this and that. Well, more and more people were like, fine, we'll just make up stuff with Linux or, or yeah. Unix or whatever. And IBM priced themselves out. They don't even make computers anymore. They priced themselves out of business. Uh, Dell was the same way. If you remember, Dell was originally, you had to buy Dell parts for your Dell computer. They put it together for you, and if anything broke, you had to use the Dell. I think that was more of the warranty. No, it was literally the parts. You you could not take a non-Dell part and put it in a Dell computer. I did. Eventually, because that's a, now they stopped that. They made it kind of basically just a, a normal PC. But Dell and Gateway, those early days, you had to go to the Gateway store, the Dell store, and you had to buy their... Well, that's what Apple does today. And that, and again, that's what they're doing today. But tomorrow, people are going to go, you know what? I'm not going to spend 1000 for a phone when from, you know bobphone.com i can get one for half the price that does basically the same thing just without the the extra software Cropola in it like like what you said what they put in that where you have to take it to the uh apple store to get a reset people are gonna go no i don't know i don't think people care that much today i i, I think so too people are always looking for it same thing with like cars remember you'd have to take your car into the dealership to plug it in and they would tell you what was wrong with it and that was like hundreds of dollars now you just drive to AutoZone. And they'll do it for free. Yeah. Or you can even buy them nowadays. I think it's the background. People are working in the background trying to make that possible. Because I know there was a bunch of deal with farm equipment, high-end farm equipment, where basically... And it's similar today with, like, if you use Amazon uh, streaming service and you purchase music and, like, iTunes and stuff, basically they're arguing you don't own the music, you're leasing the music. Mm-hmm. And same thing with, like, that was the big case with John Deere, where they were saying, hey, you don't own this equipment, we're leasing it to you. Mm-hmm. And ba- the reason it, it came up because the like you know the circuit board fried, so they were trying to like reprogram it and 
it wouldn't. They had to go to John Deere, and John Deere's like, well, you got to pay for a whole new thing. And they're like, well, can I? Eventually, someone somewhere is just going to say enough. And as long as we're under a capitalist society where you're allowed to and that the uh, FTC, well, the, the Fair Trade Commission. I mean, I think the government can do some things where, like you said, the FTC, and they do some restrictions. Because I get that if Apple wants to protect its products, but it's kind of strange to put that many that much work into preventing people from fixing their own stuff. Yeah, well, we become a society where it's either an iPhone or a Galaxy. I was thinking about getting, and that I mean that's it, and that's where monopolies happen. Think of the early days See, of cell like, phones. When I feel we like had, if I was in New York, I wouldn't have this issue. I could just go to some street corner, but like, you got phone. I'm like, yeah, I got phone. It's in my jacket. Are you the guy that punched Rick Moranis in the face and stole his phone? There's a lot of people that live in New York, so why would you make that accusation? Uh, but no, because of your your criminal uh, beanie you're uh, wearing. Oh, is that a, is that yeah. a criminal wears beanies? Yeah, I like it. I am so profiling you right now. I like it, but uh, but yeah, so that that caused a lot of issues over the weekend, especially for Thanksgiving. Didn't have a phone, couldn't really talk to anybody. No, so it happens. Get two soup cans and a string. But uh, hopefully, will this place will give me a good diagnosis. So they're telling you rice doesn't work. I I, I got to deep dive into that. I don't fully buy that. It's gotta, it's gotta work. It's just gotta. Well, I mean, again, like I said, it was interesting going down that rabbit hole of learning how people are fixing their phone especially i had an iphone 6 and so that's an older phone and they had all the parts it was very inexpensive they well yeah because they bent i had one and i dropped it i didn't throw it i dropped it and it literally bent and when i called them it's like my phone bent They're like oh yeah those are cheap we use this aluminum alloy thing and i was really uptight this is when i was hotel living post flood so i was I already mean, on I a short cheaply fuse. made i meant like but no that, the 6 I, was cheaply made oh okay cool uh it bent that's because you're so fat. What? Because no, you sat on it. No, 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 no. I it dropped a, it, it. It was a joke. I dropped it. Oh, you dropped it like on the third story or something no, like that? No, like it was in the hotel room and it fell to the carpeted floor and it bent. That's funny. But uh, yeah, I'll, I'll come back, try to get the, that person on, get the owner, see if they want to talk about fixing their phones. Yeah, you know, that'd be cool because it's nice to have the the DIY possibilities, and if you can get a kit or something. Well, I'm not kidding you. Like you look it up, I found a website, and they seem pretty reliable, and they even give you a how-to video how to fix. Like they'll send you the screen. Nice. They'll send you the tools, mm-hmm. and they go, "This is how you fix it." I've got to fix my microwave. Now, my- that might be illegal. I don't know if that's, like, the argument. They don't want people teaching other people how to fix stuff. It's You can't stop education. If it doesn't break the law. Well, that's what I'm saying. I think I can see Apple going, that breaks the law because you're teaching people how to. No, there's no law that says you can't figure out how something works. Certain things, yeah. What? Like how to pirate CDs. But you, I, can, I can tell That's people, open information. But I can tell people how to copy their information, but it's not pirating. All you got to do is put the disclaimer, we discourage, you know, we're not saying, that's all you got to do to cover yourself legally. You can't stop the the free uh, exchange of, of education and information. You, I mean, I'm always going by the idea that you can do it. Have you never want. read the Anarchist Cookbook? The one that they tried to ban and the Supreme Court said, no, nah, it's... Yeah. it's you know. Oh, you mean the Antifa? <laughs> that's the new one? Is that the new one? Oh, I have no idea. Yeah. Well, uh, moving on. Just remind folks, we are going to have the Conroe Young Young Professionals of Conroe in around 10 o'clock, so it's going to be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, so until then, we got us. We're going to take a break in a bit, but before we take our break, I'm going to give you four minutes to talk about your election stuff. Nothing new. All right, cool. That was it. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's nice. I just, I'm staggered that we are like a month and a half later. Oh, I... I 
it feels like. I mean, we're almost a solid month later, and there are still issues. That wow, this is yeah, going on in history. It. I think it's going to continue until Donald Trump passes away. Well, no, it's going to continue until the Supreme Court makes be, a ruling. He's going to keep talking about it, even after the ruling. It's never going to go away. So, talk to me about before we go to break. I know you're into boxing, and there was apparently a big boxing match with your boy Mike Tyson. Yeah. And some guy named Roy Jones, Jones Jr. Jr. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and? And they fought to a draw, apparently. And a lot of people are saying, oh, the fix was in. That it was just a money grab that they weren't supposed to, one wasn't supposed to knock the other one out or something. That's all I got, that some people were uptight that it was a draw. I guess, is a boxing match felt to be incomplete unless somebody's KO'd? Well, I, I think it also depends on, like, there was a real famous... I think Roy Jones Jr. was it. Uh, he was an Olympic athlete, and you can look it up. It was, like, one of the most controversial judges because he lost the goal to, I think, a South Korean or something. And it was, like... And even the South Korean was, like, you should have won. Because like, one thing you also have to imagine, Sean, is when you fight in these exposi- expeditions, they're not really out there for the KO. Okay. Like, that's not the goal, really. Like, that's it's not like if you win this fight, you go to the next level. So probably the fighting style is a little held back in a, in a regard. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So it doesn't surprise me with 55-plus 50, older dudes not getting to a decision when they're boxing. Okay. That doesn't surprise me. Okay. But why were people so uptight about it? Because I heard a lot of grousing. Well, because they wanted Mike Tyson to crush somebody. Oh, okay. I mean, he's a, he's the crusher. So man. it wasn't so much the draw. It wasn't that Mike Tyson was not the definitive winner. Yeah. Okay. Well, also Mike Tyson's known for crushing people. Mm-hmm. Like that's why he became but famous. Isn't Tyson like my age? Yeah. I mean, no, he's ten thousand times in better shape and stuff. But I mean, yeah, I, I if imagine fifty four, fifty five. I imagine those guys not not trying to make a mark. They're probably just trying to, you know create some money and flow, get their names back out there. There you go. There you go. Well, actually, there's an update to this fight. It's no longer a draw. They apparently declared Roy Jones Jr. the winner because overnight Dominion Software produced 5,000 new punches for Roy Jones Jr. So there you go. Yeah. (laughs) And that's seen for my uh, election uh, snark. Yeah, yeah n- nothing new well, to I mean, report. the boxing stuff, I mean, that, does that make sense, though? They're older dudes. Oh, I absolutely and, like, get it. Like, it's an expedition match. It's just boxing is such a foreign sport. I mean, I get boxing. I I watch the Rocky movies up to a certain point. I, I understand why it's so popular. It's just not my particular bag, like rugby is. Yeah. Um, so I don't know what... It, it's like, do NASCAR people feel cheated if there's not a crash? Do boxing viewers feel cheated if there's not a knockout? Do I think the average person, yeah, because that's the whole idea of like you're just watching a fight, you want to see someone bleed. It's like, well, when we go to the circus, we're watching the tightrope walkers, we don't want them to fall, but deep down, we do, you know, in that dark, dark place because you know, let's we go for that, that adrenaline rush, yeah, okay. Well, I was d- wondering about that fight, so I know you're not into sports, clearly. Uh, did you, I, I did play you the sports see ball. over the last week? The uh, Denver Broncos are an NFL football team, mm-hmm. and all of their quarterbacks that are being paid all got COVID. 
Did you read about this? You hear I about heard this? something about it. Did, is it a conspiracy? Did somebody like spray them with I mean, co- well, COVID nasal like, spray? It's not, so basically, I think they had to play some guy who hasn't played football in X amount of years. Oh, like, they, like, it was just like the replacements or something? I mean, straight up. And uh, <laughs> yeah. And so it's funny because there's so much public perception of how COVID is, like what we should be doing. And then, and then clearly everyone's like, you guys were doing something wrong. Because you all three got COVID. So, and they were like, they're basically made public statements saying, no, we were following every protocol in the NFL. And like, wait, are you saying if somebody wears a mask, they might still get COVID? I mean, <gasps> I, it, it was, it's funny to me because the, you know, the conspiracy theories, I'm all into that. But uh, the NFL is just in a, they're in a, what's a hard, hard place? Between a rock and a hard place. Yes. Hey, you're between the rock and a hard case. Yeah. And uh, that's my Sean Connery impersonation. Well, thank you. Thank you. But it's it's still you know, so the it's NFL funny. is between a rock and a hard place. I don't think you know what I was telling you about that World Series ending with that LA Dodger guy with the COVID. Remember what I was telling you about that? Remind where, me where like he got tested positive the like third. Oh, then inning, he came out and, and then he the like without a mask and, yeah. and was just doing all this stuff. I wonder what came from that. Let's see. Well, the funny thing is, I bet the entire Do- it was at the Dodgers. Yeah. Did unless the entire team came down with COVID, I'm thinking nothing happened. Yeah, he avoided discipline. Yeah, and do a search on how many Dodgers got COVID as a result of that. I think you'll find zero. Yeah. So wait a minute. A guy without a mask testing positive is with other people, and they don't all die. Interesting. Oh, my gosh. NBC, get your—oh, I hate news websites so much. I was just <laughs> trying to read it up and see what it is. like, pop, 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 pop. Oh, the pop-up pop. ads. It's like, you know we exist, right? You should subscribe. Oh, yeah, by the way, we need that. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, okay, well, why can't, why can't everything just be free? So what do you think uh, the week's going to bring here? Now that we're post, we're, we're firmly entrenched in the holiday season. We made it through Thanksgiving. Did you have a good one? Yeah. Good. As did I. Yeah. So right. it was quiet. Uh, my in-laws came up. Um, and then I took a plate. My mom stayed at home, so I took a big old plate of food over to her and sat with her for a while while she ate. So yeah, it was nice and quiet. Yeah, it was good. I mean, it was. It was typical, we're still eating pie. Typical Thanksgiving. Yeah. Uh, but now that we're entrenched in the holiday season, we made it past Thanksgiving. Christmas is around the corner, or Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, whatever. Uh, soon enough, you know, all the. Election cases are going to be getting up to the Supreme Court uh, because it's on a rush now. It's got to be done before January the 20th, and it, it's going. Um, so, I mean, election-wise or, or not, I, I see TV shows are starting to come back. It really surprised me that CBS announced that starting, I think, next week, all their shows are coming back on. You know, Blue blood. I have not been in, the, in the, the sink of TV, so I didn't even know it was off. Well, it was a... Netflix, we were watching the football well, ne- game well, Netflix on Thanksgiving. Screw, Netflix screws you over because it's like they don't really tell you when things are kind of coming out. There's a yeah, there's a list that I I get through email that says this is what's coming and going from Netflix. Yeah. And I, now I, one thing I like about Hulu, it's got an expiring thing. If you have something on your list of what you want to watch, it goes into a special section that if it's going to expire at the end of that month, it lets you know. Yeah. And so that's where you get to binge those real quick. Like, I always wanted to watch Prime Suspect, this Helen Mirren British cop show. It's like, you know, 30 years old maybe. And it's like, I'll get around, I'll get around to it, I'll get around to it. And it's been on my Hulu watch list. And all of a sudden it popped up that, you know, I think today 
it's it's going away. So I I missed my shot, Helen. I'm so sorry, Dame Helen. Yeah, I mean, I, it's I I just don't. I think there is there is a generation say that they pay attention to the CBS shows and stuff like that. But I think with the COVID and all that kind of stuff. Like people just aren't paying attention. Like they don't care if it's if it's out, it's out. If it's not, it's not. There's other stuff going on. I really th- and especially with movies, because uh, well, we, Christmas Day, there you know well, the, we the missed, Bond movie. Well, we missed like nine movie, like nine months of movie release. Like this, the blockbuster summer release has never happened, mm-hmm. and I don't feel any different about it. Like it's that no, like, that, it's absolutely funny. We so much was taken away that it's like you know what, I'm good without. And that's why I was kind of feeling the same way about the phones. People I mean, like Dune was probably the only one I was disappointed in. But then again, it's like I don't, I couldn't wait again. Like it's not. Yeah, everything I, I when the, I want to see the Bond I would, movie, I, I would want prefer to see it soon. what they're doing like with Wonder Woman, where they're just going to release it on HBO. So I'm okay with that. Uh-huh. But I'm okay in that I won't be watching it. So what do y'all mean? Like they're just kind of like, hey, we got to figure out something to do with this. Yeah, and uh, and. I'm okay with that. But no, I'll happily wait till Christmas time when No Time to Die, I think that's the name of the new Bond movie, and there's another one coming out. Uh, oh, ah, I saw it this morning. A new Bond film coming out? Is that what you said? Yeah, there's a new James Bond movie Yeah, I know out. that. Um, but there's another one, too, that caught my eye. I saw the, the but thing. But it's not a Bond morning. movie. Not a Bond okay. movie. Only one Bond movie at a time. But it's another one coming out on Christmas Day, and because they said they shot much of it on IMAX. So, uh, I can't remember. Let's see. Do Christmas Day 2020 release movie releases? Okay. And I'll talk as you as you type that up there. Uh, Bedroom Story. Nope. Axe Murder of Orville Creek. Nope. But that sounds interesting. Uh, it's a movie that would have been shot in IMAX or partially in IMAX. Well, I know Wonder Woman. It's coming out December twenty fifth. That, that must. Oh, so it is getting released on. Yeah, they're doing both. Oh, okay. Then that's probably what I saw because I'll happily see it in the cinema. I won't I mean, watch it on HBO. I'm gonna go see Greenland for sure. Greenland. What is Greenland? Oh man, it, you uh, you haven't seen the trailer for that movie? I have not. It's a disaster movie, man. It has Gerard Butler in it, and okay. basically uh, this is Greenland. Planet killing comet is. Her- Again? Oh, dude, it's coming. Well, we well, already uh, had that with Armageddon and Deep sh- Impact. Who cares, man? Well, how are they going to sh- send drillers up to it, or what's going to happen this time? I don't know. Time? I mean, it sounds more like they're trying to survive it, more of like the sudden impact, where there's like, how do we survive it instead of... Well, there's both. It's, you know, we're going to send you guys up there to, to blow it up, and well, if it doesn't I, work, we're going in these arcs or going underground. Well, Sudden Impact was more about... Uh, deep Impact. Deep sudden impact. impact is a Clint Eastwood oh, yeah. movie. It's, it's, uh, Deep Impact was more about the survival, not like they they kind of offhanded go, we're gonna send some rockets and shoot it, and then like the next scene, it didn't work, and that was it. Like it didn't show, like it wasn't like the it wasn't like Armageddon where they're literally training drillers to go up there. They didn't have a montage or anything. Okay, well, so one thing I love about these two movies that yeah they were identical in the plot, but Armageddon was Michael Bay, okay. you know, just all, Michael Bay all the way, slow motion walk. Aerosmith soundtrack, and then Deep Impact was more thoughtful, more character driven, and that was directed by Mimi Letter, a, a female. Yeah, that movie sucked. <laughs> oh, I love Deep Impact. It was Frodo so, Baggins finds oh a gosh. finds a. Comment. No, I remember that's one of those movies where everything the characters choose to do is so illogical. Like it just you're just, like your mind's blown for the last forty five minutes because it's just you're like what 
Like, why would they decide to turn back and go that way? My only real problem with Deep Impact was when they determine, when when the president says, and it's enough time, it's going to hit somewhere. Well, remember, at that time, they're convinced both are going to hit, that there's nothing they can do to it. Yeah. And it's like, the first one's going to hit, and it's going to wipe out all the coastal regions. And then three hours later, the next one's going to hit, and it's going to kill everybody. So I guess it makes sense because I'm wondering why are so many people still in California near the coastline well, no, when the thing's remember, coming in? If you remember the scene, but I, like, I can't believe we're going to talk about this. All right, do you, if you <laughs> remember the scene, basically Elijah Wood's character gets granted immunity. Yeah, he gets to go in an in entry to the Ark or whatever. The, and he marries and Lee he's allowed Sobieski, to bring yeah. his wife. He's 15 years old. Yeah, and they get, yes, and the neighbor who has a daughter mm-hmm. his age. That's his wife. They, they conduct like this plan to get married, mm-hmm. but then when it came down to getting on the bus, not getting on the, the bus, family's name's not on the bus. Yes, or not on the list, and so. But she can stay. Uh, she can. I, I forgot what. Basically, they decide. Oh, hey, we're gonna go on a bike and chase down the family. Well, sort of. <clears throat> he gets on the bus, leaves her behind, realizes, okay, I've got to repopulate the species. So he hops off the bus. And goes back, and his dad lets him. Um, yeah, right. Well, yeah, that's kind of weird because, it, again, at this moment, the world knows that they're di- they're going. If, to you're, die. if you're not on the ground, so there's not like I'm going to rescue my girl because then at one point we're going to die together. That does no good. Miraculously, when he sees her, he's on a dirt bike, and they're and like, "Yeah, go go to high ground." But they have no reason to know why high ground would help them because. Three hours later, the big comet's supposed to hit. So there's some plot holes in both. But it's just the, the tone of them. It's like Mimi Letter also directed The Peacemaker. And it, like, I, Did I you ever see The Peacemaker? Let me, let me tell you something. I'm 15 years old, okay, and I mm-hmm. know the world's coming to an end. And I was like, hey, my neighbor, I really like you. You're like my friend. Why don't we get married? And that like that makes sense to save her life. Mm-hmm. But if she voluntarily goes, you know what? I'm going to stay with my family. I'd be like, I wish you wouldn't. But, but I, I understand. And I'm going to sleep just fine tonight. Like, and then especially the guy's dad on the bus, and he's like, I got to go save her dad. I'm like, no. Here, take my watch. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, no, you're not going to save her. You're staying right here. You're insane. Yeah. yeah agreed. Did you ever see The the Peacemaker? Yeah, with Clint Eastwood. Not Clint Eastwood uh, uh, George Clooney. George Clooney. That, too. Very thoughtful. Very. I mean, it's, it's, it's action, of course. But when I watched the first time, I was like, this is one of the most thoughtful action movies I've ever seen. And when I realized at the end it was directed by a woman, that made a lot of sense. She's a good director. Uh, she did one of the the Bin Laden-type movies, too, like Seal Team 6 or, or Medal or Honor or something like that. No, that was Catherine Bigelow. I know. I was trying to figure out where you were going. But no, Mimi Letter did another. She, she directed stuff like that. But she's a good director um, and for a man or a woman. Uh, but she adds a— Yeah, but Deep Impact still sucked. No. I mean, Armageddon was clearly better. <laughs> the, the, here's the thing. I enjoy Deep Impact and the characters and the plot I, I and the think, writing so much that I'm willing to overlook that it's got Taya Leone in it, no, who I hate with a well, white no, hot passion. I think what I liked about the uh, in, in Armageddon was the, the scene with Ben Affleck and Bruce Willis where they're on the rock and it's like basically Bruce Willis decides he's going to sacrifice himself. Mm. But somehow he's like, he knows exactly where on the suit to pull the tube, not to kill him, 
Oh yeah, just but to, like to sabotage. Like I was sitting there going, like, how did you know that was gonna work? You know, like because. I feel like if I'm in a spacesuit and I'm not a I'm not an astronaut, I'm like I'm not, I'm not messing with anything because you never know because like you always have that fear of you don't blow punch up. the faceplate. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's like face and he blows like, up. I think he has his axe or something. He like turns over behind him and like pulls a bunch of stuff and just shoves him in. He's like, I'm doing this. And I'm like, man, he could have just killed the guy right there. Like that's crazy. <laughs> and uh, but that's just you know that movie's fun. I like it. Yeah. Uh, there are some movies that you just got to turn off your brain for a couple. Well, of I told hours. you, I think it was last week we were talking about DVD commentaries and how they're kind of go- they went away because it'd be nice if Netflix or a streaming service could yes, incorporate this. Yes, the second SAP. There's, a, there's whatever. a great commentary with Ben Affleck on there, mm-hmm. making fun of the logic of this movie, and he was re- he was telling the story about dealing with Michael Bay because they got into an argument. He's like, this would never happen. He's like, mm-hmm. why why would they send drillers up? To do this when there's like, you know, trained astronauts who are probably some of the smartest people. What's going on? Apparently got this huge argument. He's like, Ben, just just read the script. <laughs> just read the script. I listened to that, too. I love how Affleck was complaining that the sweat is really Vaseline. And he's like, yeah, we're caked in Vaseline for weeks on end. Yeah, I don't. I mean, it's still a good movie. It's just, it, oh, it's, it, it, it's it, there's a, definitely a formula to that movie that makes it good. Like, mm-hmm. they, they knew how to do the music and they knew how to make, you know, especially Aerosmith. I mean, it worked out. Mm-hmm. I don't know what song, but I remember that was a big song for a year. No, I don't want to miss a thing. And it had his daughter in it. And I was like, man, I wonder how much money. Well, that it's that awkward made. moment when you're writing a love song for a scene that your daughter is going to be having sex with another guy in it. That's just, that's, that's, just, that's just Arkansas you. That's awkward. not Hollywood, okay? You call yourself an actor. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Well, you know. Speaking of which, we've been watching um, SVU Law and Order, and you, we're now into, I think, the fourth season or fifth season. Out of like thirty-eight seasons so or something, you can definitely tell the writers are really going like we're struggling with finding real stories that are you know able to be projected on screen like for inter- for entertainment not saying that rape and stuff's entertainment but it's more of I got you got to create an hour long episode with twists and turns and they're running out cuz some of them are getting extreme but so, isn't it on like season 25 right now or something I mean I yeah I yeah it's it's some ridiculous number like a So they so they're they're keeping going for another 20 years from where you're watching well, right now Well what's funny is they they we were watching an episode and you can tell they wrote this episode because they didn't know where they were going to the point. Literally the last words of the episode was the jury going, have you reached a verdict? And it's like, yes, your honor. We find the defendant clang clang. And then Dick Wolf <laughs> shows up and you're like, that was the most disappointing episode. Cause they basically gave you the perspective of both perspectives of nah. someone and it's like oh is this one of those special episodes where the uh, you know you get to decide in your I mind. guess if it was because this is made like 20 years ago so I have no idea there was a there was a TV show where they had like a I'm trying to remember what it was but it was like a live thing where they had two endings filmed and is it, you vote on it or something yeah I, I don't think it was a law and order episode but it was something like that and then they would no there was one like someone dies you get to choose they live or die. Well, that was in Batman with with the Robin if he got killed or not, and that they, they you know people voted to kill him. But no, I remember yeah. this thing. There was a TV show. It well, was, no, duh, you're gonna kill Tim Drake. Tim Drake sucks. I thought it was, no, it was Jason. Oh, Jason Todd. Sorry, 
Tim Drake still sucks. Dick is the best. I see. All I know is is Dick Grayson. I, I just haven't been a Batman follower. Yeah, Jason Todd. Yeah, man. Well, at least with Jason Todd's story, they like really went for it because he doesn't go away. I like it. Well, it goes away when they kill him. No. Oh, is he come back? Oh, he somehow? comes back. He comes back. He's the Red Hood, dude. Get with it. Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. I probably just ruined the new movie that's coming out. Like, <laughs> oh, the but the, the, that, that story's the, been known for like ten gl- years. Glittery Batman. Can't wait to see it. Yeah. I mean, I'm, 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 you know what's funny about those kind of stuff? Like, I'm always down to see something like that. Oh, like, I will if, watch Glittery Batman. There's certain movies, like, I'm not, like, the only movies I really do not care for are, like, for example, that 1914 movie. 1917. 1917, thank you. Like, I just, I was like, I have no desire to see that movie. It was interesting. I, I watched it. Yeah, but I mean, like, I'm a, I love film. I love the art of film. And I'm like, you know what? I bet it's really well done, but I just don't care to see that kind of stuff. I'd have no- I watch it from a purely technical standpoint because, you know, the shtick of 1917, it's all one shot. I know. And I was like... Except I- for this part where he blacks out because they needed like a two-hour gap. And so he gets knocked out for a couple of hours. That's the only time it goes dark. So the whole thing, no, no, it's not like for two hours they, they follow the camera with the guy. It would, they'd move it through a, a doorway or something or, or use something to... To, to reset the scene, but it's all basically one long. No, I get it. It's probably one of the best movies ever made last year. And I'm just like I when I <laughs> only saw from it, a technical aspect. Well, I say when I saw it, I go, I have no desire to like go to the movie theater and see it's, the movie. It, spoiler. You know, two guys start out, one guy makes it to the end. Is one of them turn out not to be a guy? No. See, that's what I'm interested in. Yeah, like that. That's but it's pretty I think, straight. I think SVU is like screwed with my mind when it comes to twists. I'm this like, I'm waiting for. I'm waiting for the bomb. 1917 show. follows the, the 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 rule book. Um, much like you knew in Armageddon when they sent up two shuttles that one of them was going to get blown up. You just you know it. Uh, it's called Chekhov's rifle. It's a it's yeah. a literary device. Well, I remember when I was watching Titanic and I was like. I didn't really know the story of Titanic, and I and you I you knew it sank, right? Well, I remember it sank, and I remember people survived, and so I was like, oh, I, I bet like some of the boat survived or something like that. And then after you see everything, I'm like, there's no way people are surviving this. Like, how does how does this even work? <laughs> and then when, of course, when that woman survives on a door, I was like, I know that I don't think that's how they survived. Yeah, no, 1917 plot wise, it's very straight. That it checks all the boxes, uh, but. I was enjoying it purely for the, the 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 process that when the two guys go down to one, it didn't even affect me. Yeah, it's not like you know in Saving Private Ryan when they're dying one when by Vin one. When Vin Diesel dies, I know I was crying my heart out. It was it was Vin Diesel? Mine was the Giovanni. Uh, no, yes. not Giovanni. Um, uh, Adam, what's his face? The guy that gets the slow dagger mm. in him in the one on one fight. That's the one that sent me over the. T- I handled Giovanni Rabisi. Calling out for mom as he dies, Vin Diesel, being you know getting picked off bit by bit. That was effective, but the the Adam what's his name, get get getting the slow shiv. Uh, see now that's a movie that technically you didn't. I didn't watch it for the technical aspects. I watched it to get. I really didn't cry when Tom Hanks died. Everybody cried when Tom Hanks died. Yeah. He says, "Earn this, earn it." I'm like I will, I will, Tom. I mean, that's gonna. Heavy. I want to be a better man. Yeah. And then like a week later, he didn't care. He's back in Germany having little floozies. <laughs> Whatever. Whatevs. Whatevs, Tom. You're dying all the way to the bank. Well, that's one of those movies that it's so it's so weird to me that the story is about saving this guy. And then he's like, I don't want to go. 
Yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, man, you got to get it to me. It's just like uh, Richard Schiff and playing the dad in Deep Impact. You just cold cock the guy. Yeah, whoosh, like, we're sucker taking, punch we're him, knock him out, this. zip tie his hands behind his back. Oh, you're going, buddy. Oh, that's one thing. I, I rewatched Lord of the Rings uh, not too long ago, and it's so funny because you know they uh, Tolkien wrote that story to not tell a story about delivering a package. It's like there's so much more to it. But as you're reading it, you're like, I really wish I could fully understand why it's so hard to get into Mount Doom. Because the way they get there, it's all by chance, it seemed like. Oh, it's always one of those, there's a one in a million chance of this happening, and it happens. There's a yeah. one in a million chance. This is the hardest. Our odds are... Well, even did the same thing in... um. Uh, who's he wants? It's uh, the the Avengers final movie, Endgame. Yeah, or the movie before you have Doctor Strange saying, "I've looked at thirteen million possible futures, and there's only one where we win. Only." One. And I'm thinking, really, out of thir- you, one out of thirteen million, and then at the end he's showing, you know, Iron Man one. We're on the one. It's like, did that in itself change something well, to make you, you not so, work? I'm, I'm glad we're talking about this because. <laughs> I watched that movie recently too. Okay, and there's the the end of the the scene where they're having a big battle. They're trying to at one point basically get the glove. They brought everyone back. Mm-hmm. They're trying to get the glove with the stones in it mm-hmm. to the transporter to take the stones back. But you're still dealing with Thor, not Thor. What's uh, whatever Thanos. Thanos. So mm-hmm. like their plan right now is to take this glove. Put all the stones back in this other timeline. So say they're successful doing that, they still have to deal with Thanos. Like Thanos, they didn't. They, they their the intention wasn't to use the glove again. Well, they did not plan for Thanos. Remember, that's past Thanos. As when they're doing this whole thing and the battle starts, Thanos, Thanos is dead. No, Thanos is there. No, no, no. But the whole plan was, you know, because Thor beheaded Thanos. No. Okay. So I'm talking. They're about, all planning to get. Them. I'm talking about the scene where the Hulk. Flips his little fingers, brings everyone back, right? Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, he's back. And then all of a sudden, the other Thanos is there destroying everything. And they collapse the building. Mm-hmm. And they're like, hey, what are we supposed to do? And it's like, well, we he destroyed the transporter. And he's like, not really. We have the van. And the van has a transporter in it. Mm-hmm. So the goal was to get the glove to the van and to do the, the rest of the plan. I'm like, well, what about Thanos? So, well, without the glove... They, well, he's beatable. You know, he'll cause a lot of damage on the way. Okay, but then, and then they realize that's not possible. Why didn't they just use the glove again? Because the glove would kill whoever snapped their fingers with it. We already sacrificed Black Widow. That that archer guy would be like, yeah, I'll do it. He's but like, not just, you can't put it on, like, Peter Parker's hand. He could he he didn't have the power to make it happen. It's not just anyone. And you're trying to tell me Tony Stark had the power to do no, it. No, his suit did. And these remember his glove, he had a special Iron Man glove mate, so it had all the circuitry and stuff like that. I mean mm. Yeah. Can you imagine Thor, Hawkeye? Thor could have done it. Oh, Thor could have, but you can you know, hey, or, I'm Hawkeye. That Marvel I can woman. shoot arrows. Let me that, do it. That, that Mar- well, that would have been the greatest thing. Because people always judge, you know, that superhero for not having superpowers. Well, look who saves the day. Iron Man. No, Hawkeye. But that's Tony Stark doesn't have superpowers. I know. I think they probably did that just because uh, whatever the actor's name. Downey like, Junior's like, like I'm guys, not, I'm, I'm out. Not, I'm not doing this anymore. <laughs> I'm I'm fifty something. You got to get me out of this. I don't see why you wouldn't want to be Iron Man. 
Like, think about... Well, he carried it through much longer than he was supposed to. Who cares? He gets paid crazy amounts of money. Saying, but it was a good arc. And, to, uh, you know, you play this role for 10, 12 I years. Reading, it's like, you know what? I, I, I'm, I'm good to die. I was reading this uh, visual effects article about how they started doing the first Iron Man and about how ILM was really trying to test some certain things. And basically, uh, Robert Downey Jr. refused to wear the suit they gave him. Oh, really? Yeah, he's like, I don't want to wear it. It's too uncomfortable. I don't know what I'm doing. So they had to restructure the way they developed the Iron Man suit. So they developed this certain green screen kind of adaptive suit that he could wear. So he didn't have like, because at first he was wearing like armor. Mm. And they would fill in different things. But so that's where you look like RoboCop. Well, that was their, well, because as a visual effects team, they have to, like, they have a plan of attack. Like, how are we going to do the suit? Mm. Because he's using the suit. I'm sure the first draft would have been like RoboCop so, looking. Yeah, arr, well, arr. anyway, he made this suit that was just a green thing that he's just wearing like, it's, it's like he's wearing a t-shirt. And I'm like, all right, if this guy has that much pull to change the entire development of basically probably the most expensive part of the film. Like this but guy, it worked. I, I'm not saying it did. I'm saying if you're that actor, I'd be like, screw it, man. Yeah, I'll, I'll work for two weeks. Pay me a couple million dollars. And then you do CGI the rest. But hand in hand with that, which I agree with you, hand in hand with that, his ego, and I'm not saying it's a bad ego, but someone of that caliber who who takes their art very seriously, who takes the craft of acting very seriously, wouldn't want to be, yeah, I'll just show up and you know and and yeah. CGI my no, face in the suit. You would if they're gonna offer you that much money and for that minimum amount of work. It depends on and what you know your it, work ethic is. It's not like you're doing like what you know, Robert De Niro and them are doing today where they're doing those stupid movies that are like going to be deep, like dollar bin movies. Mm-hmm. Like this is a Marvel movie. Mm-hmm. And you can easily say like, Hey, this is how much I can work. Let's... Speaking of Marvel movies, I got to so tell there you, there you go. Why would you not do that? Sean, you're trying to tell me that you wouldn't be at paid millions of dollars being a big blockbuster movies for the rest of your life. And you only have to work, you know, maybe a month out of the year. I get bored. Yeah. But I want I want challenges. I'd want to stretch. But so, so Dr. Doolittle, <laughs> is your challenge? Oh, that, so I, you're I telling, feel for him on that one. You're telling me he's not looking for money. I feel for for Downey Jr. on that. So one. I know. Okay, I don't, so speaking of Marvel movies, really quick, because I know we got to go to break uh, for our guest to come in. But over the weekend, I saw this documentary on Amazon Prime. It's called Doomed, and the subtitle is like the behind the scenes story of betrayal and lies of Roger Corman's. Fantastic Four. That was like, was that in the 90s? Yeah, it was 92 to 93. What happened was this this guy had the rights to, to the a Fantastic guy or Four. A company? Well, he owned his company, but it's like some Italian um, mogul. Oh, nice. So he just kind of like randomly had the rights. He, he, had, he bought at, the rights, yeah. but it was one of those things. And this is back in the day when Marvel was producing some pretty crummy movies. You know, the Spider-Man TV series and, and the Incredible Hulk uh, you know, Thor shows up as a guest star as a surfer dude and really bad stuff. So it wasn't the, the Marvel Universe that we know now. Yeah. And apparently in the contract of the rights was if they didn't start filming by December 31st, 1992, he lost the rights and they revert back to Marvel. So he calls Roger Corman, who's a producer who's known for making really, really cheap movies. Um, in fact, Roger Corman did the original Little Shop of Horrors before it was a musical, he shot it in one weekend on a set because they were going to tear down the set Monday morning from another movie. He's like, hey, can I borrow this set? And, and shot this, you know, Jack Nicholson's uh, screen debut in two days. And he's like, well, we got a million dollars. And it's like it was supposed to be a $50 million movie. And so everybody involved is like, wow, this is our big break. They trust us, you know. 
no one knew that the whole thing was not supposed to be shown to the world. Uh, you know, it was almost like the Star Trek movies when people thought it was going to be a new TV series and they didn't tell them until it was too late. Same thing with this. And you're watching all these, in this documentary all these actors talking about how they just poured their heart and soul into it and took it. the guy playing Doctor Doom, who's this like really high, like an Alan Rickman kind of level actor. When there were and them talking about realizing that this the whole thing was a setup and a joke, what it did. Great documentary. Doomed. Well, it's funny is they haven't made a good movie since then. Well, that's the funny thing is, and they're kind of talking about it that Marvel wanted the rights to come back to them because they had Chris Columbus set up to do a big. They didn't want to muddy quote muddy the waters with a bad Fantastic Four a Roger Corman level one. And if you look at it, I've got a bootleg version. It's bad. I mean, it's really, really bad. But I've got no interest to ever see any of the current ones with Jessica Alba because they they look stupid. That's not the current one. Well, and I did the, 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 they did two of those, and then an even newer one that no one cares. No. I don't know if it's just a cursed property or not. No, I think it's just not an, an interesting IP because they don't. I think their issue is they're not so into the other universes. That it's like kind of like a like the X Men like you can kind of do different movies with different X Men because they're all part of the X Men like what's the Fantastic mm. Four really part of? In and of well, now they got their kid who becomes an X Men in the future. Or something. I know, but I'm talking about the storyline. Yeah, like, I don't think they're, of the they're, Fantastic they're, Four. It's a dysfunctional family. Yeah, and one of them can stretch. You know, it's like this is kind of silly. Now, if they were always in the X Men. Like dealing with the X Men, fighting the X Men, doing whatever yeah. with the X Men, I could see it. But and that's one thing I love about the Deadpool movies. I watched Deadpool last it's night. Like they clearly okay. are like making a joke that there's no other X Men in the movie. But like, oh he, yeah, he, they, he said. So it's nice seeing both of you in this big house with no other people around. It's almost as yeah. if you couldn't afford any more of them. Yeah, yeah, I watched it just last night. And he was getting all goofy on the Xavier's chair, going around the house, knocking things over. Oh, that's number two, which yeah. I'll, I'll be watching tonight. So there you go. All right. Well, we got to take our break. Yeah, 9.58 on the dot. Yeah, we're going to take our top of the hour break, folks. You're listening to Dick and Skippy in the mornings. We got some folks coming in. We're going to be talking about the Conroe Professionals Group, Young Professionals Group, and also the show that's coming up with them here on Lone Star Community Radio. We'll be right back, so please stay tuned. Business office cleaning is available in the Montgomery County area from Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. With scheduled cleaning surfaces such as floor care, window care, trash collection, restroom disinfection, and stair and elevator cleaning, Clean Sweep can service a business one time or on a regular schedule with daily, weekly, and monthly options. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning can be found online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or by calling 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Don't miss Lone Star Community Radio on TV and YouTube. Our talk show and music shows are featured on Our City TV, Suddenlink Channel 12, and have their own YouTube channel. Make sure to subscribe to keep up with posted shows and comment on them below the video. Statistics show that one out of every six Texans struggles with food insecurity and hunger. And many people don't eat enough fruits and vegetables every day. The Better Living for Texans program is here to help you learn how to make healthy menu choices, save money at the grocery store, 
prepare quick and delicious meals, get more good nutrition in your day, and get more physical activity. Classes are fun, friendly, interactive, and free, and taught in English and Spanish. We are Texas A&M AgriLife Extension, helping Texans make their lives better. Hey y'all, it's DJ Mike from Dance Simon, Texas. Join me Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. as I count down the top 10 Texas Red Dirt songs that are packing the dance floor. I'll be featuring local artists and the story behind the hits, shows in the area, as well as new songs that make you want to dance. It's Dance Diamond Texas with DJ Mike on Lone Star Community Radio 104.5 KCZW and 106.1 KZCC, Conroe, Texas, or online, IRLoneStar.com. A Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's radio station with talk, music, weather, and traffic for Montgomery County. Have a question or comment about one of our shows? Want to know how to reach a host? Just contact the station at IRLoneStar.com or call in and leave a message at 936-647-3776. Get involved with your community with Lone Star Community Radio. Second Saturday Divorce Workshop provides unbiased information to help you understand your options and move forward with your life. This divorce workshop is for you if you are contemplating divorce, in the process of divorce, already filed for divorce, or post-divorce. You will explore the emotional, legal, and financial aspects of divorce from professionals who have guided others through divorce. For more information on this divorce workshop, contact SecondSaturdayWoodlands.com or call 832-375-0900. For those of you who like your partners, your gumbo, and your music salty, well, we're here to help with the music. Julian Shea here, host of Lone Star Country Nights Thursday, your weekly dose of roots and Americana and all the music that makes this part of the country special. We stir in western swing, honky-tonk, zydeco, Texas blues, outlaw country, and put a pinch of red dirt, and then we smoke it over a slow fire. Then listen to the results Thursday nights on Conroe's 104.5 and 106.1 and worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. You are listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZWLP Conroe and 106.1 KZCCLP Conroe and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. Welcome back. Dick and Skippy in the mornings. 10.02 on the dot in the Lone Star Community Radio studios and sunny yet frigid downtown Conroe. I'm the aforementioned Skippy. With me as always doing everything is Dick. I'm just here to sit pretty and look good. It's a true story. This is true. It's funny because it's true. And if you're looking on your monitor on our Facebook live stream or in our YouTube cast later on, you'll see we got two new faces in the studio. We got San and Taylor in the studio with Conroe Young Professionals. Did I get the order right? Young YPC. Professionals of Convo, YCP. YCP, why not? So Young professional, young Professionals of Conroe. Talk to me about the uh, the, the history of it. What, what prompted this? Uh, coffee. Coffee, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Coffee is responsible for every good thing that happens in the universe. Every good and some bad. That's right. Yeah, it, it can be a pro and a con. No, three guys talk and shop uh, while about the community while drinking some cups of coffee. Each one of us were small business owners here in Conroe, mm-hmm. and uh, we were talking about some of the things we'd like to see happen. And then all of a sudden that sparked into 
hey, you know that there's a local studio, why don't we all get on and start a show and then start bringing people on and start trying to make a change. And yeah, here we are. Awesome. So we've got a new show coming up here in the studio, which is great. Um, when's the launch date? Do we, do we have that down yet? This Thursday. Awesome. Thursday at? At 5 p.m. Thursday, 5 p.m. Yeah. Friday at They're recording it. Yeah, Friday is when it'll be released. And the name of the show is? Young Professionals of Conroe. That's right. Young Professionals of Conroe. Yeah. And what is the your target audience for the show and for the organization? Target audience are business owners under the age of 40. Well, I'm out. <laughs> yeah, well, you guys take over the show. I'm just going to go in the back now since I'm apparently old. I thought you were retired. Too, too old for, for these youngsters. You're not a professional either. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that right. makes a big difference. If you're not a professional, we accept all ages. Yeah, I'm going to form, you know, OAC, the old um, amateur people. What? <laughs> yeah, they're, they're doing the, the young professionals. Committee? I'm doing old. They're doing young and professional. I'm doing old and that's, amateur. That's called the Conroe City Council, dude. Oh, oh dude. Oh, we went there. I'm just kidding, First guys. political barb of the day comes from I'm Dick. Just, I'm just that kidding, surprises guys. me. So, okay, you're saying so for business owners, um, uh, up to age forty. Yeah, and we will. We do make exceptions here and there. And <laughs> oh, you, don't oh have, don't, you throw the bone. Don't, yeah, don't feed into. Yeah, it. I don't. Oh, I, I appreciate the bone. And you're over the age of forty. You have to spin the wheel. Well, everybody's got to spin the wheel. Everybody. I mean, that's to, just yes. how it goes. But I mean, over the age of forty, I think they definitely should spin the wheel. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, well I think we're. Must. I think we're gonna spin the wheel today. Later in the show, and right? Taylor's gonna we actually are. be the one that's. Uh, what, I'm doing what? <laughs> hey, pull, everyone, pull their mics in up the to them. Yeah, you can get a little closer to it. In the will of death, you can move around there. No, we're all doing it. You're doing it too. Wait, they're doing it too? Yeah. Why would I not do it? We're all spinning the wheel. They Wait, are we talking metaphorically, or is there a wheel that I'm going to There's well, a digital if wheel. If you didn't know, Sean, when you're below the age of 40, there's this unknown rule. Uh-huh. That you got to spin the, spin the wheel. If you don't know what it is, tough luck. Is that like rolling the hard six? I don't you got to roll the uh, dice. That's an old thing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That, it, it can be, you know, represented as rolling the hard six. There you go. So, or you could, you know, Dungeons and D&D reference. There to, you go. You know, so, uh, so talk to me. So you guys were sitting around talking. So you say you're a business owner yourself. Uh, what's the history behind that? What kind of um, business did you start off with? Uh, did I start off with uh, what, what, what are do you I doing do now? Right? Yeah, what do you do now? What do I do now? Yeah. Health and wellness coaching. I've done okay. that for the last 10 years. Mm-hmm. I started my, I technically started a business when I was like eight. All right. I stole my grandpa's lawnmower and went door to door to the neighbors and tr- said, hey, I'll mow your lawn for five bucks. How to do it. No, he took my money back. He oh, said, that's wow, my lawnmower. that's cold. And he caught me on the on his way home from work and said, "Hey, you know, you know that money belongs to me, right?" And I said, "No." He said, "Yeah, that's my lawnmower. Did you ask to use it?" I said, no. He said, "All right, then give me that money." I said, "All right." Wow, he took that play right out of the the Marxist handbook. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, my my first job was eight. I was delivering the star, stars and stripes, and no, oh, one, t- no one took my money away because I was Commander Thompson's kid. So. <laughs> um, so oh, that's cool. So you, you started that. You've been doing the business, and what you know, it's kind of altruistic that you you know you want to start spreading the 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 info and and knowledge of this. So why start up? What prompted you to start up this network? Uh, when my wife and I moved here, we moved here about a year ago. Before we met, before San, Brad, and I met, and before you know, coffee days. At, 
Well, maybe not before coffee days in general. At Gallivant Coffee. At Gallivant's Coffee. Sure, yeah. Nice. Make sure that we throw that out there. Yeah, great and place. I was just. Oh no, I was just setting it down. Don't, don't get distracted by me. But we uh, we were actually you know prompted by our realtor. Hey, this might not be the best community to move into. And we said, why not? It doesn't seem to be going anywhere, and your property values values are likely to decrease. And when my wife and I talked to each other about that, we said, you know, no, we want to get involved. We'll help the community go. We'll help the community rise and we'll help property values rise, too. And we, we'll make sure that we're a part of that. And so anywhere from talking to local council members and, uh, you know, local you're business talking owners, about literally a couple of like my, a mile, not even a mile down the road north from here. You know, yeah. This isn't like somewhere else. This is like right now. This isn't rural central. I mean, yeah, this, this is, is like you know, north, north San Jacinto Street. I mean, we could, I could get here in 15, 20 minutes for a walk. It's not, it's a nice walk. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it, it's kind of, you know, that was kind of a tearjerker for us. And we wanted to make a difference. And uh, we weren't too sure how we were going to go about doing that outside of growing our personal business yeah. to start. And then... Well, why don't we do that real quick? So you are a health and wellness coach. And do uh, do you have a website that people can visit? Yeah. You can go to theocwellness.com. Check it out. Please be sure to check out the blog. Read through it. I know that it can be kind of a drag. Some medical jargon in there. I'm not too <laughs> good at writing down jokes. Uh, but check it out. A lot of good info. Okay. Cool. And it's on? Um, I moved here in 2011 from Dayton, originally from the northern state, Michigan. Okay. Uh, when the recession happened in 2008, it took a big hit on my job. Um, so we traveled here where family was at to do donuts. And I did donuts for about a year and a half, two years. Uh, hard, hard work, you know. Waking up is the hardest part. I remember the old commercials where it's time to make the donuts. It's time and the, to make the donuts, yeah. yeah. That was that was the biggest drag is waking up and then preparing everything because everything is made fresh. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know that took a toll. We had our uh, we had our second daughter, and we always brought her to the donut shop, um, and we couldn't figure out why she was crying, always crying. Uh, come realize that she was allergic to everything inside the donut shop. Oh, no. Yes. Ouch. She was allergic to everything inside the donut shop, so we was like, you know what? We have to actually figure something else <laughs> wow. out, you know? Uh, before moving to Texas, I was working at my father's shop um, at a Goodyear store in Michigan, mm-hmm. um, and, you know, that prompted to, like, you know what? I have a lot of automotive background, you know? Worked there for years. I said, why, why don't we uh, get into this, you know? And I prayed really, really, really hard for something to come. Because mm-hmm. right next door to me was, to, do, to the donut shop, was a muffler shop. And a muffler shop looked like it was going down. It was going to tank. I was like, you know what? Why not have a donut shop and an automotive shop? <laughs> so we went over there, negotiated. It didn't work out. Kind of like, you know, gave up hope a little bit. Mm-hmm. But... It didn't. It gave up a little bit. I was like, you know, I got to be other places. And sure enough, you know, it led us to Conroe. Found a place in Conroe. We established it uh, along with my other brothers, um, and they, you know, stuck around for a bit. And then they went back into doing donuts. And I stuck around here in Conroe to see how it was. It started from the bottom, but just struggle, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, man, nothing's happening. Nothing's happening. All of a sudden, in 2013, 2014, it was a boom. I was like, wow, 
I'm, uh, I'm glad that I stuck around. I'm sure. So the hard work and, and blind faith kind of paid yeah. off there. Uh, I talked to a lot of uh, automotive shop too, uh-huh. um, and and realized that man, these guys that's been around here has stuck along, uh, stuck around for a long time to see uh, something happen, and knowing that, knowing what I know now, just if you stick around long enough, something eventually is going to happen, and 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 of course at the coffee shop we we're all business owner we talk it's like you know what. Uh, People give up too soon. You know, they give up way mm-hmm. too soon when they expect result. You know what I mean? As soon as they launch something, they expect results. And, and that's really not the way it works. So we created this young profession of Conroe to let all those upcoming entrepreneurs know that, hey, there's a process that everyone goes through. And that if you hear enough entrepreneur talk about their stories, that can actually help out young professionals to not give up so soon. And, and, of course, entrepreneur, to me, I think entrepreneur helps solve a lot of problems in the world, mm-hmm. a lot. And we need a lot more problem solvers. Well, it seems that both of your career paths involve uh, encouraging customer loyalty, you, you know, that uh, you need re- the, the repeat business and people coming back and, and word of mouth. So I think that's a great start on, on both, both of you guys there. Yeah, I, I would say the same. And Sons actually branched off into other segments as well. I don't know if you want to talk about that today. And do you, Son? Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Um, uh, of course, going through this, you know, stage of finding who we are, and you know, the process of you know being down, not sure if it's gonna work. Um, it actually helped. I have four kids. We we adopted one. Um, and which is my niece, mm-hmm. but we always made sure that everything that we do in life, regardless if it's at home or at work, that we do it 100%. And no matter if it's a struggle or not, we have to let our kids see the hard time, the bad time, and the great times. And, of course, everything we do is a lesson to them. Mm-hmm. And we teach, we teach them, um, you know, by showing them, by examples. And my daughter who is very passionate, all the kids are very passionate into, you know, hey, uh, I love baking, I love cooking, I love doing all these things, you know. And, of course, as a parent, we encourage them, whatever you guys want to do, we back you guys 100%. My daughters, my wife, they say, you know what, I always wanted to start a food truck. And, of course, that started last year back in April, June, I think July was when we launched. And... It's been, and being in a community, being in, in a community has definitely helped out also because, man, it's been such an incredible ride for them. Where were you located? Right there on Frazier, downtown Conroe. Yeah. Yep, right in Frazier. And we do this every Friday, um, every Friday at the shop. Well, last Friday we didn't know because we took a break for, <laughs> for Thanksgiving, but every Friday from uh, 12 to 8. My daughter, they're homeschool, so as soon as they get done with homeschool, um, they just prepare. They know what they're doing, and I just, oh, yeah, I got to put this out there, too. Well, I got to ask what, what the cuisine of the, of the truck is. Asian food, Asian street food. Okay. Made in Conroe. Uh, we have it, a, it, Give a cross-section so people know exactly where you are. Uh, cross-section, the main cross-section would be West, uh, Davis Street, Davis and Frazier, uh, where... Of course, in a parking lot of Lake Conroe Automotive. Okay. Um, and that's right across the street from, what's that? Uh, 
It used to be the old Sam Houston Elementary School, but it's the like a, a it's called Jet now, I believe. I'm gonna look it out. Okay. Let me see. Yeah, you had you if you uh, it's right there off of Fraser and Lewis, kind of like diagonal from it. Yes. Right? Yeah. 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 And um, right across from Mesa Upholstery and. Yep. So the street would be Fraser and Cable Street, right in the corner. You know, I was talking to somebody who um, who referenced there there used to be a place with a big giant blow up gorilla or a gorilla out front down Frazier. And if anybody can relate to that reference, you just, yeah, <laughs> yeah you just go a few doors down from where that gorilla was and head north, head south down Frazier and you'll see it there on your right. Yeah. I always look at it as the, uh, the car detailing and up- upholstery place. Yeah. yeah it's I'm right, right by, it's right by yeah, there. Right there. So I'm right there. But yeah, Asian street food with, I guess, Southern fusion. Yeah, Asian Southern so, fusion. No, I gotta check that out because I grew is, up in Japan. So yeah, really? yeah, I take my uh, Asian food very seriously. So I'm gonna have to Fridays. You say right now? Are you, I know. Are I'm you associated Friday. with Lake Conroe Auto? Yes. Okay, so tell me about that. Is that your business or like the that family is also business? Also my business. Okay, yes. so that's why you're in the parking lot of Lake Conroe. That's Auto. correct. Makes sense. It's location, location, location. So people know. There you uh, go. Yeah. And what do y'all do there? Y'all just do. Uh, pretty much just general repair, uh, electrical, you know, we can do minor body work, uh, suspension, everything. Like, uh, for example, we could work on European car. He has a European car. and He saved us a lot of money on our European car. We were getting, you know, quotes <laughs> okay. for... <laughs> European car, okay. Yeah, well, that's very... Some people are very... My wife, in particular, is very particular on who she goes to for the car. And so she she wants to go to European specialist shops because there's all this hoopla behind it. But I was talking to San at the coffee shop just coffee to go shop. again how coffee can bring us all Gallivant together. Gallivant Coffee. Gallivant guys. Coffee. Mm-hmm. And then he said, you know what? You know, come on by and, you know, I'll, I'll check it out for you. And he did. And instead of costing us $3,000, it cost us seven fifty, And... 3000 was what we were getting quoted as a minimum. So there's a large gap there. Mm-hmm. And he took the time out of his day to do it right there on a whim. And I don't want to say that he's going to do that for anybody that's listening today. <laughs> well, they should come there's check it special- out. Yeah. I mean, I, it sounds like he makes it work. Cause he I, does. I think that's one of the kind of the complex industries that a lot of people are forced to kind of, they're, they're expected to know. But it's yeah. like everyone has a car. So everyone's going to encounter going to a repair place. But you don't know anything beyond like, oh, I know how to put gas in it. That's about it. Yeah. So, and then you kind of put the trust in the, the automotive place to not like kind of oversell you or undersell you or, you know, rip you off. But it sounds like this place doesn't. So, no. Yeah, no. I grew up in Detroit. You don't rip anyone off, man. Like, Do there's got to be no. some easy takers sometimes. You're like, no. you size them up when they come, like, oh, this guy, I'm getting him. He's talked about parking lot fees before yeah. and how. Yeah, <laughs> parking lot fees. No, but I grew up in Detroit, and um, I knew how it was when uh, I work at other shops, and how they actually do people wrong. Mm-hmm. They would say they this is what needs to be replaced, and they don't end up replacing it; they just spray paint it. And <laughs> wow, unfortunately, I work for them, so I have to do it, or else I lose my job. And I just hate having that guilty feeling, like man, it's just this is not well, right. Well, like you, you commented earlier about the community aspect of running a business, and especially with an automotive repair shop, you have to have that trust developed over a course of years because yes. it's not like someone's car breaks down every four months, like a haircut kind of thing, where you have to get a haircut every. You have to get a haircut. 
But it's you start developing that trust, and then long term you'll get that return business, and then the word of word of mouth will spread, especially if you're a good automotive place. Yeah, because that is one of the common questions everyone encounters: Does anyone know a good automotive place? Because my car X Y Z, and then that's a bad thing. Taking it to the dealership is dealership. What I've learned is they work off a minimum, mm-hmm. so it's yeah. like every dealership has to do this way, and it's going to cost this much no matter what. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And unfortunately, there's no creativeness to diagnosing a car that way, because well, let's bring back our phone conversation earlier. Sooner or later, people are going to want those those options. Yeah, and it's like, well, you don't have to replace this now, but you can replace this today, and then four months come do this. And but like, if you go to dealerships, like, no, you got to do everything. It's going to cost you know three grand. Deal with it. Like, I just need my car to work today. (laughs) You know that kind of thing. Yeah. So that's cool. So that's Lake Conroe Automotive Corporation. That's what uh, the website, I've looked it up. It's just look up Lake Conroe Auto. And there Lake you Conroe go. Auto, yeah, dot yeah. com. And then uh, OC Wellness, you just deal with health uh, and overall well, wellness. Yeah, health and overall wellness. Overall well-being, it's more of a holistic approach okay. as a whole body type of deal. Kind of imagine a three-legged pedestal. And if you were to put your, let's say your well-being or your happiness is on the top, and you could put diet or nutrition as one leg, movement as another leg, uh, quiet, rest, or sleep as another leg. If any one of those three legs starts to shorten, well, your well-being or your happiness starts to fall with it. Yeah. There's no one solution fits all, just as, you know, um, hydration isn't just about drinking more water. Okay. I like it. That all makes right. sense. So, and then the, uh, the, the, the Young Professionals Group, is it going, I know you're doing a show with Lone Star here. And so it's just kind of like interviewing local people, talking about local businesses and young, especially in the young professional kind of aspect. Is this more of, is it also going to be outside of the show? It could be like a kind of like a network or is it more of just you are a, it's not like a BNI or anything like that. Does that make sense? Um, not at the moment. Uh, Son, what's your take on that? Um, I said eventually. Uh, well, it sounds like you just meet up at the coffee shop pretty every much. Tuesday. Yeah, I mean, just, you know? If you guys want to network, just yeah, meet up at the coffee shop. That's as B&I as you get well, right and there. And reach out to us, too. You can reach out to us from yeah, at ypc936.com. And if you'd like to network or if you'd like to you know, have an opportunity not only just to be on the show but to sit and chat, then, yeah, we'd meet up at the coffee shop. Yep. We're all three downtown Conroe businesses, Ooh. and we could walk to each other this at is, any point yeah, in time. That's true. We want to be able to give, a, I guess, a... An expression as well, like you know, as a BNI. I don't know how that works because I'm not in it. Uh, it's well, just networking, fit breakfast places. It, it you know, you pay way, a lot of money. It's way too structured for me. Like when I when I first started the radio station, I did all the networking groups, and there's the only groups I really kind of gravitated towards were more of the relationship kind of groups where you were helping do like a common cause, not like oh I'm here to do my elevator pitch. Here's my business card. Yeah. It's over because certain industries work well in that environment because they're a service industry or something like that. And then then, like we're not really a automotive place where people need to come to us to get their car fixed. And uh, so like the Condor Chamber was a great location where you can develop a relationship with business people, business like people. And then they do certain events and things that are helping the community at the same time. Mm -hmm. And you develop the relationships that way. And I think the coffee idea sounds really good. Gallivant's in a unique location. It's very relaxed, and you, you're. I'm not kidding. If you're going to Gallivant today, you're going to run into some random people because people want their coffee, and they're going to come up, and it's like it's it's literally a cart. 
Mm-hmm. So everything's kind of open. You can wave to everybody. You can, you know, that kind of uh, that kind of aspect of it. And you don't need to feel odd about talking to anybody. See, Brad, Brad helps engage people with other people. Whereas if you go up to a place like Starbucks, not to knock on Starbucks at all. No, it sucks, man. You can yeah. say it sucks. Uh, can I? Can yeah, we? yeah, it sucks. Yeah, they they, well, they don't sponsor us. <laughs> yeah. Well, you you go up, you grab your coffee. There's no there's no get to know you. There there's no relationship built, and there's no other relationship pushed. You know, Brad gets to know you on a personal level, and he also gets to say, hey, you know, I know this person's here. I know this person's here. Hey, yeah. you two should talk. And that's exactly how we met um, at the coffee shop. But Brad was like, uh, you were talking. He knew your car problem. I did not know your car issue. He yeah. was like, well, hey, well, I know he's right here. He might be able to help you out. I'm like. Well, that's what networking. No, I didn't say that. No, no. He thought it. No, that's not true. I actually can read mine. That's not true. You can ask my wife, and I'll I'll call her out again. Are we live right now? No, I'm just. Yeah, we're live. We're live. Okay, so she's listening. So I'm gonna come home, and I'm gonna get bopped. But (laughs) I told her that I wanted to take the car to San, and she said, "No, I don't think so. Uh, I don't think you." She doubted your knowledge and ability. Just for all the doubters out there, listening right now, I'm very, very hurt. And then, well, now we learn he has four kids, so he's, he's got to work. So you're like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'll take it to him. He's going to work for it. So. That's right. And he knows what he's doing. And, you know, so it, it check it out. But, you know, that's, that's cool. the only way. You got to actually, you know, you won't know if they're good until you give them a shot. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And how, how they perform, honesty, you know, everything come to play. Like, you know, I try to be as honest as possible, okay? And sometimes they might not like it. But it's the truth, you know. It's like, hey, no, I, I know how that feels. I, I, I know one that thing feels. that's interesting that I've I've developed I've, through you guys learning is the new way to network is social media. That's kind of like that's where the base of everything's kind of going towards, mm-hmm. especially for young professionals. And I was thinking about when y'all approached uh, me about doing a show. I was like, you know, it's such a great idea because there really isn't anything here in the Montgomery County. I know I think the Woodlands has a young professionals group, but it's more towards the like B and I kind of stuff. There's and, a Texas Young Professionals group as well. And I, it's it's kind of funny where you don't need a brick and mortar store anymore to do things. Well, I was going to I was going to raise it up. One thing that kind of gives me warm fuzzies here is being the resident old guy in the room. It's it seems that old school style businesses in your generation is making a comeback, getting your hands dirty. Um I I grew up, you know, obviously pre-computers, pre-internet. So I lived through the dot-com boom and bust. And, and so someone my age, we hear about, oh, so-and-so makes $10 million, you know, on Instagram modeling clothes. And I just thought, oh, God, there goes I want to see the receipts because I still don't believe yeah. that. Well, <clears throat> but then, I, you know, I have these two young gents in here, and you, you know, all under 40. Am I? By four, yeah, yeah. I don't know how old you are, Dick. I don't know how old I am either. He's a year younger than my son. That's how old he is. How old your son? <laughs> 30 just turned 32. I think I'm 34. I thought you were. <laughs> I, think, I think I'm 34. Okay. Um, but yeah, we're talking hands-on, I mean, literally and, and, and figuratively. Could be 32. So is that the, has it gone away? Because I'm not knocking digital and virtual businesses because they absolutely have their place in the world. But it seemed to be for a while at the expense of, you know, this younger generation learning how to fix a car. How to well, I think it also depends on the community you're in because the community provides the environment of what business is developing. Because if you listen to their two uh, their, their two businesses, it requires people to come to them to be serviced. 
Right. Yeah, that's, and, that's a good point. And it's and it's kind of like Conroe is one of those in that unique position where it's growing at a great rate, but there's also some established things already here, been here for a and while. And that's where I was going with that. Does Conroe have that kind of feel that is allowing this to happen, um, you know, for, for these, you know, down and dirty businesses to actually get out in the community and have them come to you? Well, not, not COVID-related, like... Well, no, even with COVID related, you know, we opened our doors and you're right. You know, we don't need a brick and mortar location. We're, we're an in-home studio and that saved our butt with COVID. Mm -hmm. And then we have seen nothing but skyrocketed success. And it's, it's Conroe has certainly helped make that happen. People in Conroe helped make that happen, but it's my personal business all comes from word of mouth. I haven't had a single lead generated online. Uh, I think social media is great and there's a need for it for certain parts mm-hmm. of income, especially stuff that we're targeting with our goals and you know, releasing certain successes for certain clients that we have under our company. But it's, it's certainly been a tremendous success. Yeah. Awesome. Same. Well, when's the next meetup at Gallivance? Tomorrow. Tomorrow. We meet there every morning. Uh, Hey, I can't make it tomorrow. Tuesdays at 7, I can't. Uh, Look, just update. No no Tuesdays at 7. No, No, but I'm always there. I am always there in between 7 and 8. Probably stay there for a couple hours. I usually leave around... uh, he stays there for a couple hours. (laughs) 10 (laughs) o'clock? 10, yeah. 7 to 10 sounds about right. Yep. 7 to 10. Um, Just chit-chatting with Brad, you know what I mean? See how his day is going. Um... And he comes along, skipping down the street when it's cold outside. I'm always happy, man. Yeah, Nick, I think we should crash. I think it should be that awkward moment when a guy my age shows up and like, hi, guys, well, what's I mean, going on? You could, yeah. also, you could almost start like, hey, every Friday morning, come meet at Gallivance. And if you're a young professional, there you go. And it doesn't have to be organized. Just, just show up, and then yeah. there you go. But take a number, though. i got to make sure I get my coffee. Yeah, yeah. right. My coffee comes first. <laughs> yeah, he makes great coffee over there, he too. Does, we he were there. Yeah, he didn't have black coffee, so I'm, I'm kind of, like, indifferent with it. No, he, he can do that for you. Well, it's like some... It's, it's Americana, not, right? It's Americana. You can do an Americana, or you could do a bunch of espresso. Mm-hmm. You could. You could. It, it's, it's I a could do a lot of things, <laughs> and I'm not going to. No, it's, it's a good place. We, we did a video. You can check it out on our Facebook, YouTube. Uh, it, it, it is a good place. Yeah. So it, I hope he, there was kind of talk about him moving up here a little bit. There's still talk about so, him being right here on the corner, yeah. which will right. help feed your addictions. It, it'll be right. great. Yeah, ever since Conroe Coffee, I know we have Verniels down the road, but it's not, their, it's not like the coffee shop. You could, they have a bunch of other stuff. Where's where that at? It's, not, it's right down the road here. Next uh, block over. Uh, no. Where Bean Punk used to be at? Yeah. yeah. They used to used be there with Bean Punk. Yeah, it was the bakery. Yeah. And now they just took over and they do hot hot sandwiches and all that kind of stuff. Mm, interesting. So. See, San hit the nail on the head, though, as far as you know, there, there's a lot of struggles. I mean, I don't know about you. Did You didn't buy another automotive company, did you? I was actually looking into buying something else, you know, um, when I had a, a good crew. And, and that's another thing, too, is, you know, of course, your employees, you know, um, if you have... Uh, a great crew that you can actually leave and go to Gallivant every morning. <laughs> yeah. That's what it sounds like. That's exactly why I'm there because I have a great crew right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Nice. Uh, she's great. She is. She's great. And, and it, I, I'm going to put it out there. It, it's is. the first female technician I have. And honestly, she outperforms a lot of guys. Oh, I believe it. You know what I mean? 
uh, she outperforms a lot of guys, and she's very trustworthy and stuff like that. It's like trust is hard to come by, but when you find that trust, you make sure you keep it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because she's she she come gets some coffee, uh, give her the key, she open up, and everything. You know, she does such a great work. Uh, if you can find a great crew to you know give you some more time to go and build something else, that's man, that's what it's all about, and that's that's why well, I don't we, let Sean do the board. No, <laughs> I am completely it untrustworthy. Stops. <laughs> I, I mechanically declined. <laughs> you know, and and that's why we are where we want to bring up young professionals at Conroe. You know what I mean? There's ways out there. You know what I mean? Every everybody has different ways of making it, and if we can collectively uh, collectively bring those ideas together, it can help other young entrepreneurs say, you know what? At least I'm not lost. Mm-hmm. The biggest thing when we got into the food truck is that we had no idea how to do it. No idea from scratch. Didn't know what to do, who to talk to, where to go. And, and get you knew how to fix it though, right? I, you knew yeah, how to fix the, the I can motor. fix it, <laughs> but I just didn't That's know about how to go about on creating this business, right? Right. And and it was like the man, it was like the fear of failing. But like, man, what if we don't get it? What if we don't open? But being in an automotive industry, I went through those struggles already. I went through those hard times, those failing times. So I wasn't afraid to fail on this venture. And my daughter explaining it, she's seeing it firsthand. We weren't afraid to fail, mm-hmm. you know. And if we failed, it was just a process that we went through to know that okay, the reason why it failed because of this, we did this wrong. I know it sounds trite, but every failure is learning experience. Exactly, it is, yeah. it is exactly what not it. to do. And and being an entrepreneur uh, means that you are great at solving problems. Mm-hmm. That problem of failing, why did it fail? Why why didn't it make it? You know, we always questions are those questions arise and without those questions you know we're not able to solve these problems and all these businesses has different unique ways of you know going through the process well and some businesses and some entrepreneurs are going to be getting engulfed in the struggles that they're going through and some you know might that might just be starting out you know that can be a little nerve-wracking and it is a struggle it's it's an uphill climb that it's there, a lot of people talk about, you know, you have to fall and then you have to get back up. But yeah. the well, whole way through, I would it's definitely say when I started the radio station, it was it was nice to meet people that were going through the same thing because a lot of people we met were I've met through networking have already done it. Yeah, and it's kind of like you just need to do this, and I'm like, well, <laughs> it, it's a change of pace when you're talking to somebody instead of saying like, you know, what do I need to do? It's more of like, what are you doing right now? What are, so I can learn from that and then you know vice versa because there's so many different uh, pit stops along the way and every business has somewhat similar pit stops but then they have totally different ones and when you network with people who are going through the same kind of on the same road it's really nice to know oh you didn't also have a trouble with the IRS or you didn't have trouble with the permit people or you know that kind of stuff yeah. So. You find a lot of different problems. Just it, you, you could have five different automotive guys in here right now with different personalities, and they might all experience different problems based off of the simple fact that they have different personalities. Mm-hmm. And but they've all dealt with your wife because then she never trusted any of them. Exactly. I mean, <laughs> so I'm just sleeping on I, the I'm sofa. I'm that I could need your wife trust. No, no, That's you good. definitely did. No, That's and good. I'm not saying that to you know to speak poorly of my wife whatsoever she is very big on research and you know what and and that's why we a lot of people use google now but like they go on there and look at reviews oh. yelps and all that stuff and we want to actually be like we don't want to be like google 
but we want to be able to give people that's out there in Conroe that we're bringing professionals in with the York. And the great thing is that we all love to hear stories, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And that story can actually influence and fire somebody up. But at the same time, is his story or is his profession um, trustworthy, you know what I mean? Yeah. Is it a one star or five star? Listen to his stories, do your own research. But we want to be able to make sure that we guide people in the right direction. You want to feel comfortable putting your name yes. behind yeah, exactly. them. And I absolutely agree with that. Now, Taylor, I couldn't help but notice uh, this whole time I'm staring, well, not the whole time, but I've noticed that you got a deck of cards in front of you. Is yeah. There, are we going to play a game or something? We are going to play a game. You guys are going to play a game. All We're right. going to play a game. I'm just going to observe. And actually, uh, that would All right, be a, what this game is this? Okay. It's 80s trivia. You guys are in trouble. I'm just saying. <laughs> no, no eight, 80s, 90s trivia cards to help aid and whether or not you have to spin the wheel or or not so we're gonna play a little right, game so we're gonna play a game and whoever loses has to spin a wheel yes if you don't get the question correct you're gonna spin the wheel whatever the wheel lands on you're gonna take a bite of i like it okay it's like, <laughs> it's like truth or dare really well, he, like he has allergies because he's over 40 you have allergies to what well depends well, what am i gonna take a bite of okay all right, so on, on the menu, we've got uh, pig spleen, mm. pig kidney, mm -hmm. cubed pig blood, mm -hmm. pig foot, mm -hmm. and mealworms, grasshopper, and uh, cricket mix. Hold on. You have it all here? It's in my it's in my meal prep bag, man. Can you imagine I'll go for the pig you, stuff. Can uh, you imagine getting pulled over, <laughs> and it's like, what's, Dude. It, what's in the bag, sir? Well, basically, every non-desirable part of the pig. Yeah. And... Uh, I've, I've eaten haggis. I'm good. Oh, yeah. Goodness. For some people, Ugh. it's it's desirable. I mean, th there's healthy benefits, you know, especially if you're low in iron. I, th I think a bug puree I could do without. For all, I mean, for most thi most things, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know the nutritional right. benefits of let's, the, let's, the bug puree. I, I, won't, I don't think Sean. Are you gonna play? Yeah, I'm in. Buddy. All right, are you so gonna are play? You, I'll play. I I'll, I'll just. You're in. You you have to be in. I'll all play. Right, we're we're gonna we go could do, do teams. This. So so what? No, it's not. I'm not depending on you. Oh my goodness! No, I, I no, it'd be Son and Chime. We're not going <laughs> with teams. All right, so you're gonna ask each one of us one of these questions from your trivia oh, deck, man. and then if we get it wrong, we spin the wheel. Yeah, and I'm gonna go ahead and bring this stuff out, so that way it's, it's so cool. I mean, it's it's in here and it's ready to go. This is the cube pork. I'm blood. actually kind of. I'm, I'm like. <laughs> so is it not cooked? I don't no, it's cooked. The, everything's cooked, and I I cooked everything. Outside. It looks it looks recent too because it's sweating. Hey, yeah. he's in the health and wellness. Why would he, you know, he's not going to give I us something I got to tell bad. you, though, the worst thing, you know, behind all this, surprisingly, was the pig foot. This is my first time cooking oh, a number of these man. things. I've eaten bull's testicles, and I don't know if I can say that. You can. You well, already did. So. <laughs> but I, yeah, you I've just eaten, can't eat a bull's penis. You no, know, Yeah. Uh, so we're not, we, we don't organs. eat the whole thing, right? We just no, you take just a bite. take a bite. All right, and I've good. got forks. Son, I got your back. Do you, I, if you know Morse code, I'll, I'll give you no, the No, I'm going to tell you something, okay? With me. Oh, God. More than one. Oh, God. Uh, it, I don't know if I, I can... Man. You don't have to do anything you don't want to do. That's right. You don't have to do anything you don't want to do. I'm just saying that but you that's, should do but it. That's, and but that's, that's before, pushing you, that's before it. you spin the wheel. Yeah, because you once you spin the wheel, you have to do whatever it says. It's like, I'm sorry, but it has to be before. So you can choose not to take okay. the question. And I'm not going to open any of this because each one has a particular smell. Oh and I, just so I say everybody no knows, none of this it. is seasoned. The audience can't this smell is it. just, you know. This is not seasoned at all. I was like, can I bring sauce? 
He's no. like, no. No. Yeah, grab, no. Uh, I mean, grab some of that Taco Bell hot sauce we got in the bag. <laughs> we can't put any sauce on it. All right. Who's All right. getting asked first? Okay. Uh, well, let everybody know first why are we doing this. We're going to do this every single yeah, this time. Yeah, this is part of the show. show. This, this is, is part, part of, of our show. Yeah, this okay. is going to be one of those things that we do every single time that we have a guest on, even when it's just ourselves talking. That's going to be our first show, talking more in depth about each other's business. Uh, okay. Gallivants will be here That'll as be well. That'll be on Friday, right? It'll be released on Friday. It'll be released Friday at 12 p.m. Yeah, here on Lone Star, you can hear it on IrelandStar.com, Connor's FM 104.5, 106.1, and then, of course, the YouTube channel for you guys. And I put the link to y'all's website in the description for today's show. Perfect. Okay, I'm ready for this. Let's do this. You ready? All Let's right, do so you're, you're real confident, so I'm going to ask you first. Okay. All right, All right what category is, would you like? What are my options? Uh, film, music, TV, sports. Oh, great. Sports. You got to give them sports. No, no, sports. no. I got to choose. I got to choose. Let no. them choose. Let them choose. Let them choose. Okay. Okay. <laughs> if I'm eating pigs stuff, I got to choose the topic. Uh, film, TV, music, or sports. Let's go with um, TV. TV. Mm-hmm. On South Park, what is Stan's sister's name? Oh, God. The one <laughs> show I don't watch. <laughs> oh, I don't even know that. Hold on. Um. <laughs> I didn't even, just out of curiosity, I know what she looks like. I'll, I'll, I'll stick to the topic. Just out of curiosity, what was the film question? Um, and Thelma and Louise, what TV show do Thelma and Louise want to avoid being on? Oprah, Letterman, or Geraldo? Geraldo. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so st- do, do I get a multiple choice? Can you throw a multiple no, choice in there? I, I can't. I don't it's know like South Park well enough literally to Literally any female names. name. Um, uh, so his name's Eric Cartman, right? Is that... No, Stan sister. Stan, um, I'm gonna say Sue. Just, I mean, you're real close. Susan, Suzanne. No, you're not. Monica. (laughs) Shelly. Shelly. Wow. I mean, it was an ass. That was close enough. Okay. Does he choose? Oh no, he doesn't. So I spin the wheel here. So from what I understand, when y'all do the show, y'all y'all physically have the wheel. Yes. And now we're doing a digital one. And he is oh, going please. to be doing... No. What, what is it? Bigfoot! Bigfoot! Oh. Not Bigfoot, Pigfoot. Okay, here we All go. Right. Now, so we, we clean between the toes, right? Yeah. Okay. Hey, been, hey, did you got give it a pedicure? Yeah. Did you give it a pedicure? We got you the toe jam now, pull right? that out. Here, let me, we got to get it on film. Yeah, yeah we, uh, Now, am I taking... Do I just go ahead and take it out and just take a bite? Okay. Gotta get it on film. <laughs> you gotta dig in there. You got me? Here we go. I'm going in. You're not gonna use fork? With the foot, it's kind of tough. Forks for losers. Forks are for losers. There we go. Oh, and it's, he's in there. Oh he, oh, he took a big bite. Mm-hmm. That was like a chicken wing. Mm-hmm. He's still got the fur on it. Ugh. You see that? It's, it's like built-in floss. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> that, you don't have to keep teeth. eating it. You can put it down. A pig now. foot yeah, a day will keep the dentist it. away. I could use a little garlic salt. Oh, yeah, maybe probably. Some, maybe some thyme. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Just a little bit. There you go. <laughs> it tasted like... Yesterday, thank you. Like yesterday's, uh, you know, you get that Jeez. rotisserie chicken from Kroger, and it's like a day or two later. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh, okay, Dick. Dick, you're up, buddy. They're they're not alive, right? No, no, I'm not bringing the living bugs. Oh, it's not puree. Oh, I am so glad I did not know that. <laughs> I, I would have punked out. I th- I thought it was like puree stuff. Oh man. Okay, so okay. Uh, Dick, you're up, buddy. You want, Dick? Uh, what do I want? What did you just ask? What categories? Film, have? TV, music, or sports? I'll do film. Film? All right. Okay. What 1989 film follows the relationship between John Cusack and Lone Sky after uh, their graduation? I, from I, high I own. It's I own. 
Her, her name is Ione Sky. Uh, that would be Ione. say anything. Yeah. No. Okay. Yeah, good job. What's up? With the Peter Gabriel and the yeah, Blues. Right. He got it right. Oh, my goodness. Hey, he Googled it. No? No, no, no. no, no. Oh, that, man. That's one of those movies with the iconic look. He's standing outside with the boombox, and it's playing. I didn't know. Around. I would have been out. Well, that actress's name is so unique. I own? Yeah. I own Sky. Yeah. I own Sky, huh? Well, I said Lone Sky, didn't I? Yeah, you thought it was a little L. Oh, I did. Well, it doesn't look like a big eye. Yeah, I know, right? Oh, man. Those darn non-serif fonts. Yeah. Darned aerial font. Son? Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah man. I, I got you covered. Oh. All right. What do you... I'm so glad I don't have to do one. <laughs> oh, you're going to do one, buddy. So, you're going to do one. No, I'm yeah. not. I won. <laughs> I got it right. So eat it. <laughs> so far, I'm the only winner. <laughs> right, what what categories? Go. Uh, go what are the categories? Film, music, TV, sports, and whatever this little video game thing is at the bottom. I don't know that category. Repeat that again. What do you think that is? Probably video games. No, that's definitely not I, a video game question. I, I think the bottom one's kind of like kind of pop reality. culture in general. Maybe yeah. pop culture, yeah. Reality, pop culture, film, uh, music, TV, sports, reality, pop culture. Mm. Ooh, ooh. I don't, don't. I'm, all right. Uh... <sighs> <laughs> Um, you just pick 500 one. for music. 500 for music. All right. <laughs> I think you got this one. Okay. Yeah. What does Frank? What does Frankie goes to Hollywood think you should do when you want to come? Say it again. What does Frankie goes to Hollywood think you should do when you want to come? <laughs> You, you'll Come know the song. Man. You'll know the song. Mm-hmm. Think, think of us. Mm-hmm. Oh, we can't help him. You can't help. You can't help. Oh, come no, on, man. No, no help. Can't no help. help. No help from okay, the band. Okay, I'm sorry. One last time. What does Frankie Goes to Hollywood think you should do when you want to come? Damn. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm sorry. I don't know. Relax. 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 Don't do it when you want to come do it. Relax. All right. Well, what's he going to do? Let's spin the wheel. Hold on. I haven't had breakfast yet. We'll see what he spins. So, I... Spin the wheel, dude. So I don't know. Why'd you choose music? No, that was, I think, of of all of them, that was the one he had the best chance of answering. Yeah, he's not wrong there. Oh. Oh, I know. I'm hoping. Oh, oh what do you he's get? got the spleen. Spleen. All right, let's do it. I tell you, that was one of the the worst. That was one of the dirtiest ones to cook. This is this is you. You're gonna want to. You can either pick this up. Okay, guys. Right, let's get. Cool. Hey, let's get it on camera real quick. Give it to Sean. Let Sean hold it and show it to the camera. That is what kind of spleen is that? A human That's spleen. Pig spleen. Right. <laughs> that is not a no. Right. No, no doors are getting knocked down here today. That looks like a pig spleen. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I have no idea. It pretend looks it, like a giant leech. Yeah, pretend it's jerky. Yeah. Just seriously, it's just cold It's cold jerky. That's all you got to do. If you, if you want this, you could just pick it up and take a bite. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. I got your back, son. You got this. Oh, it's man, good. dude. Oh, let's, see yeah. if I can, let's see if I can pull up a bigger... A little bite, right? Big, oh, yeah. Yeah. Know. Okay. No, I've had pig's feet before, so you that's why it? I went for the big bite. Yeah, he got it. 
Son. Could you at least Son. warm it up? Son. <laughs> Son. Yeah, right? Can we nuke it? <laughs> Remember, it's just cold jerky. That's all it is. Oh, it like it's like a sliver. Though. It's going to taste like chicken. Oh, yeah. It's going to taste like chicken. Go for it. <laughs> oh. oh, you got to chew that. You got to take the whole thing. <laughs> or swallow it whole. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing said you can't oh, just swallow it whole. broke off well, much larger than yeah, I you, thought it you would. You can just say this is a new menu item at... Uh, at Taste the Asian. At Honor Cafe. Taste the Asian, dude. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Well done, son. Well All right, done. man. That's Good how to job, do it. That's, That's how to do it. <laughs> so basically, if you're listening right now, we have a new show coming on Lone Star Community Radio. <laughs> uh, young Conroe Professionals. Uh, this is very professional. YCP360.com. No, see, son YPC, did it. He YPC committed. YPC936. He made it. Oh, my goodness. I don't know. I put a link How in the was description. that? Disgusting. On every yeah. episode, they're going to be drawing, doing a <laughs> question. Oh, my goodness. And then they got to spin the wheel. So what did we eat today? We had pig's pig foot and pig's uh-huh. I that's hope cool. you do not get that. I got to. I still have to spin, of... man. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Taylor's up. I, I, I will happily read your question. There for just you know, I was like, oh, should I roll with this? Do I not go? Could we? Um, but I know Son would give me. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. true. Pick the pick the hardest that's one true. for him oh. out of the whole deck. Oh, this is terrifying. Cooking all of this was scary. I'm actually kind of surprised you cooked it. If it was me, I'd just be like, yeah, but it is what it is. No, well, there we. Uh, yeah, you want to kill the worms? Yeah. No, that's <laughs> the whole idea. Of spinning the wheel. All right, <laughs> movie music. Television, sport. Mm. We're we're, we're thinking popular culture is that bottom one. It looks like a Space Invaders. Yeah, it does look uh, like a Space Invaders thing. I guess it's a random I don't have many. I'm hoping for kidney if I get this wrong. (laughs) I really don't want it. I don't want this or this. Is that just worms in that That's mealworms, grasshoppers. Yeah, I'd say if anybody that want to get on a show, you got to be willing you got to commit to it. you got to commit. If you're going to commit to your business. We'll talk ahead of time to try to get an idea of where you stomach things as mm. well. They're not just going to throw yeah, something you can in go Yeah, something can go off the menu. No. No. Just put Starbucks you coffee on there. you got to be able to face your fear. All right. You gotta, well, there's you fears gotta, in the back got, that I'm hey, allergic to peppers. we got five minutes movie. left in the show today. Here we got to wrap this up. Movie. Film. Movie. The top one. The one on the top with the little thing. Who directed Romancing the Stone? Ooh. I picked the wrong one. Hold on, that would be. Want we'll to give you the names? Oh, there's. Oh, 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 yes. oh so he gets you multiple. You didn't even give me that. <laughs> no, there wasn't one for you. <laughs> Are you ready? He gets multiple Ooh. choice. That's just yeah, cheating. This, this is multiple choice. You ready? Robert. Z- I don't know how to say Zemeckis. This. Zemeckis, Steven Spielberg, or Robert Reiner? I just know Zemeckis because he also did Back to the Future. Oh, man. Steven Spielberg. Robert Reiner or Robert Zemeckis? Romancing the Stone? Mm-hmm. You got 10 seconds. Um, Michael Douglas, Kathleen Turner. No, help him. It's not... Well, it's... Steven Spielberg. No, help. No, Nothing. No, I'm you, not... You gotta... You, make him... Well, I don't trust you, son. No. We got a Five, um, four, um, um, three... Um, Steiner. Two. Reiner? Rob Reiner? Right, yeah, that one. And... All right, spin the wheel. It? Yes. Yeah, Unfortunately, I'm you're I, wrong. <laughs> oh no! Spin the wheel, Zemeckis. Spin the wheel. It was Zemeckis. Yeah. yeah. Yep. I thought it was Zemeckis. Oh, the, I did the. There we go. All right, spinning the wheel. Uh, what did he uh, get? Oh no! Spleen. Yeah. 
He oh, got the no. mealworms. No. He oh, got the mealworms. Oh, gross. Because it's going to be crispy. It's going to be crispy. Yeah. Oh, well, that's not that bad, then. I'll pretend it's like that trail mix with the little, you know. All right. Yeah. Pretend it's like the trail mix with you the little. Give, no, not one, but a handful. Yeah, no, I'm not doing a handful. I'll Why do a spoon. That smell like to you? It smells like something I'd feed my pet tarantula. Yeah. What does that smell like? Yeah. It smells like dried bugs. It smells like dried bugs. Yeah, I got to get a spoon for It this. smells exactly as you think it would smell. Oh, I thought as soon as you yelled out Zemeckis, I was like, that's got to be it. And then you covered your tracks really yeah. well. Yeah. Go ahead. All oh. right, we got the camera on you, dude. Let's see you, let's see you eat it. Mm-hmm. Oh. Take that one. flew out at me. <laughs> high in protein. It's high in protein. High in protein. Yeah. Oh, dude, he throws up. No, no, no! This isn't Fear Factor. He's got, he's got this uh, just fine. Yeah. How, what, was, did it, what did it taste like? Tastes like pro protein, <laughs> a protein shake. <laughs> like pro- the projectile should not. It's stuck in my throat. Like, like protein. All yeah. right. No, it tastes well, horrible. We gotta give Taylor, Jake something. Taylor Son, thank you so much for coming in today. Guys, thank thanks for coming show. in. Thank you for having us. Yeah. So, so give us things. Yeah. Young Professionals of Conroe, YPC936.com or .org. That's right. YPC936.com, um, Taste the Asian, and Lake Conroe Automotive, Gallivant's Coffee, San Chang, Brad Bailey, Taylor Cobion. All right, Yeah, guys. peeps, thank this is so the much. future of local business, and I'm really glad to, to have them on the yeah. on the. Well, New show and everything. We're going to be uh, shutting it down today, guys. You've been listening to Dick and Skippy here on Lone Star Community Radio. Uh, just to remind you, we're going to try to get some folks in talking about what's going on Christmas in downtown on Wednesday. Yep. Uh, we don't have a guest for Friday yet, so we might we might or might not. Let's replay really a show. Know. Let's pre-tape a show. Or do something. Yeah. Uh, let us know. Dick and Skippy at gmail.com. 936-228-9368 is our hey, call message line. <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, coming up next here on Lone Star Community Radio is the weekly Ben Star Live from the LSCR studios in downtown Conroe. Okay, we'll see you guys later. Peace. Later. Today's show was recorded and broadcasted live on IRLoneStar.com, Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, and all rights and ownership are reserved to Lone Star Community Radio. For more information regarding this program and Lone Star Community Radio, visit us online at IRLoneStar.com. Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's community radio station, serving the community with local programming on TV, radio, and online. If you enjoyed today's program, please support us by sponsorship or starting your own show. Contact us today by phone or text at 936-666-1084 or email the station at lscrstudios at gmail.com.